This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the June 21st, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Ukraine President Zelensky says the counteroffensive is, quote, slower than desired, end quote. Inflation in the United Kingdom is 8.7%. It has fallen to 4% in the U.S. Hooray for us. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is in Washington, D.C. for meetings with Biden and others in his administration. I see India as a pivotal country in the coming decades and assume India wants to stay neutral, but have enough of a relationship with the U.S. that we will help them if they get in a pickle. Gannett newspapers are suing Google for antitrust violations related to digital advertising. John Durham, special counsel, is testifying today to Congress on the Russian collusion hoax. China is pissed that Biden calls Xi a dictator. Moving on, I play chess. Not so much with people, but mostly against the computer. I am not nearly as good as a relative I occasionally play with, but I'm okay. One thing I've started doing is sometimes declining to capture my opponent's pawn because it seems of more value to me to keep the opponent's pawn on the board to block what my opponent can do. The pawn gets in the opponent's way and my opponent cannot capture his own pawn. Basically, that chess analogy is my take on the Hunter Biden charges. Under a plea, plea deal, the government charged him with two misdemeanor tax charges and lying on a federal gun form that he was not a drug addict and therefore ineligible to own a gun. No jail time is anticipated as part of this deal. In the Link National Review piece, Andrew McCarthy crows a bit because he predicted this outcome. McCarthy says Biden could have been charged with tax evasion rather than the misdemeanor tax charge. FYI, the money involved was in the millions of dollars. McCarthy also says that the gun charge potentially has a penalty of up to 10 years in jail. Lying on the gun form is seldom charged, though there was a rapper who got three years for that same offense. The rapper only served one year because Trump commuted his sentence. McCarthy adds that, quote, under Justice Department policy, the government is supposed to seek a plea to the most serious, readily provable offense that is consistent with the nature and full extent of the defendant's conduct, end quote. If the agreement is no jail time, then clearly that is not happening. Back to my chess analogy, though. I assume the gobbledygook media will tout this as proof that even the mighty can be charged in how fair the Biden administration is. Nope. This plea potentially blocks other charges. The New York Post has a headline by Josh Christensen titled, Hunter Biden won't be charged with money laundering, bribery, or trafficking after slap on the wrist plea deal. I am not sure that is true because investigations into the other matters may be ongoing, but I think that will be the narrative that is pushed going forward. Paul Manafort is in jail for failing to register as a foreign agent. It would seem that Hunter Biden engaged in similar activities without registering as a foreign agent. No charges, though yet. The judge has to sign off on this deal. Might be interesting if the House committee investigating the Biden shares with the judge information they have, suggesting bribery and also information from the whistleblowers who allege Hunter Biden is receiving preferential treatment. Maybe the judge won't go along with the no jail time agreed in the plea deal. FYI, 
I checked out the CNN webpage, and they did in fact mention the Hunter Biden story, though the article title seemed odd. Here's the title. It doesn't matter to the GOP whether Trump's claims about Hunter Biden and the Justice Department are true. Is that really the key part of this breaking story? What about MSNBC? Their lead piece on this subject is the, is the GOP's narrative of Hunter Biden got crushed by a Trump nominee. And MSNBC makes the correct point that Hunter Biden cooperated with authorities and that helped. The MSNBC piece is an opinion by David Jolly, a former congressman. Mr. Jolly argues that this deal proves the other allegations against Biden were false and that, quote, this charging agreement provides the capstone to that failure, end quote. How does it prove they were false? Seriously. Where Mr. Jolly sees a capstone to failure, I see a compliant media and corrupt government minimally charging a piece of crap in an attempt to protect the piece of crap from more serious charges. You might ask what the Fox News headline is. I did, and here it is. Hunter Biden agrees to plead guilty to federal tax charges. I only skimmed the article, but it seems like it's pretty straightforward. Facts. The Wuhan Institute of Virology conducted research with, quote, the stated purpose of the research was to identify viruses that could lead to a pandemic and facilitate the development of a vaccine, end quote. This per a Wall Street Journal article by Michael Gordon and William Strobel titled U.S.-Funded Scientists Among Three Chinese Researchers Who Fell Ill Amid Early COVID-19 Outbreak. The previous paragraph is a bit choppy, but I did it that way on purpose. The second half basically suggests that the COVID virus leaked from the Wuhan lab. The first half suggests, and I believe it, that the purpose of the research was to be prepared when a similar virus jumped naturally to humans. The opening line in the Wall Street Journal article is, quote, a prominent scientist who worked on coronavirus projects funded by the U.S. government is one of three Chinese researchers who became sick with an unspecified illness during the initial outbreak of COVID-19, according to current and former U.S. officials, end quote. Per the article, quote, Robert Cadlick, a former senior Health and Human Services Department official, said the three scientists published on SARS-related coronavirus experiments done at inappropriately low biosafety settings that could have resulted in an in laboratory infection. End quote. Given the disastrous effects on the world, I think we should know, if we can, how the pandemic started. I sense some channeling their inner Hillary Clinton and saying, what difference does it make? It makes a difference to me. We can learn from it. And I think it makes a huge difference to understand what happened as we enter an age where censorship seems to be accepted. In 2020, Senator Tom Cotton said the lab leak theory ought to be investigated because it was a possibility. Many in the gobbledygook media said that theory had been debunked. Per Insider, the Washington Post has gone back and edited a headline from that era. The original headline, Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus conspiracy theory that was already debunked. The revised headline, Tom Cotton keeps repeating a coronavirus fringe theory that scientists have disputed. 
My working definition of debunked at this point is something that is likely true, but we don't like it, so we will claim it has been debunked. I feel we have a media that is okay with being wrong if it supports the approved narrative, and the same media is not okay with being right if it diminishes the approved narrative. That's not good. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.